0: You know what, Sam? What? It's time to be an armchair GM.
1: Yes, it is. Coming to you from the heart of Canes country, this is the Caniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with another episode of the Caniac Report. We hope you've had a good few days. And uh, Sam, we are kind of are going to be taking a bit of an armchair GM type of role um, this episode. But uh, it's it's continuing the uh, little mini-series that we're having of a 2023 season recap. We already gave end-of-season grades. And now what we're going to be doing is how can we improve? How can... We get to the point to where, if you look at this team on paper, yeah, they can win a Stanley Cup. So that's that's what we're going to be thinking. So we're going to uh, we have our armchairs ready.
0: <laughs> I got my armchair. I got a glass of bourbon. I'm ready to do this. So yes, it's going to be
1: fun. So first NHL news, and then we'll get to the improvements of how this t- team. Because I don't think there's a lot of improve. Well, we'll get to it. So first things first. Um, with NHL news, Jesper Bratt he signs an eight-year, seven point eight seven five million dollar contract. Uh, I think that is a pretty reasonable contract. I think Jesper Bratt has
0: been amazing. Yeah, he's like, and I think that's the contract Carolina is gonna have to. That, that's that's gonna be what Naitchus looks at. He's gonna want that because their point totals are pretty similar. So that's gonna be what Natchez is gonna be gunning for next year. Because <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't give Natchez an extension this season.
1: Possibly, um, and and I'm with you. I would not give Natchez a, a, an extension this season unless cause... you can get him
0: for less than that. Then you would make it happen. But not, not, not at that number. He needs to do it again.
1: Yes, exactly. I I am completely on board with you there, Sam. Uh, Natchez he makes three million, so this might affect the negotiations. I think it will to some extent, Sam. But remember. There is a player that has that may that's already making big money with us. Svechnikov, mm-hmm. seven point seven five million dollar contract. So like you know, he's not going to go above that. Hundred
0: thousand less mm-hmm. than what Brat is being paid for. And you got to know, Natures is going to be wanting right around the Svech number. My guess, because no one's going to make more than Aho at what he is now. Because Ajo is going to make more than what Ajo makes now. So Natchez isn't going to want that. So that Brat and Svetch contract, those two are going to be kind of comparables to Natchez. Yeah. So it's, it's it's interesting. That Brat contract is going to have more of an effect, I think, on Carolina than anyone's really going to. You know, we talk about it because it's NHL news, but in reality, it's going to affect the Hurricanes. And that's part of the reason why we
1: talk about NHL news in the first place. A lot of this stuff can set the market mm-hmm. of how these agents that represent the players talk to yep. Waddell and company.
0: Yeah, and Natchez I think led the team in points this year, or he was number two in points. So no, Natchez
1: auto. did leave. He did lead the team in points with 77 points. Again, it's great, but playoffs totally yeah. different story.
0: Which is why I don't think he gets a contract extension
1: for this it season is. for this year. By the and they end, don't have
0: to. And they don't have Maybe. to do anything this year so with him.
1: No, uh-uh. Uh, so, yes, there's that piece of news. And then there is the next piece of news, Sam, where Oliver Ekman Larson is bought out by, by Vancouver. It gives them around $6 million in cap space to work with. They needed the cap space. yeah. And, and this is a team that's really just been frustrating their fans because they're nowhere near... A playoff spot, but yeah, they're spending like they're a cup
0: contender. Yeah, so this is a team that needed cap space. This is a team that, because Rutherford's in charge, and he's made it very clear he wanted to open up some cap space for the organization. No shock that this is what they do. Um, Ekman Larson's an older player. Vancouver's trying to get younger. Um, His numbers weren't as good as they needed to be in Vancouver, or at least what they hoped. But Vancouver's also not as good of a team. I think I think ekman Larson will be fine. I, I think he'll get another contract. He'll probably go to a team where there won't be as much pressure, and he'll go to a team where he'll probably be fine. A third pairing defenseman, he might surprise, but because he's not going to get near that kind of money again. But he'll be a cheap no, he's op- not. He'll be a cheap option for a team looking for a third pair, you know, a six seven defenseman.
1: And that team might be. Because, I, I mean, I think you and I both know that Goss is probably going to hit free agency. Mm-hmm. So there's a spot open. Yeah, and Larson— Maybe OEL does fit on that because, I mean, he, he is more of an
0: offensively yeah. inclined defender. He could be your second power play quarterback. Yes. so he could be that replacement for Goss Despair because Ekman Larson's going to be— cheap option because teams are going to be a little hesitant on it but carolina is in a position where they got the cap space they could spend a little cheaper on this guy he'll probably take one to two million that's my guess is about the number he's sitting at um and you can so, sign him for one year yeah and i think yeah. that's what carolina's is trying uh early Albert 30s Edwin right
1: Larson, he's i think um i can check real quick here 'Cause uh, I, I wanna th- my
0: my thought is he's in his early thirties. I don't think he's mid yet. I think 31, 32, maybe late twenties. I don't think he's that old of a defenseman. Um, he's thirty one. Thirty one, okay, so early thirties. So yeah, no, so he's ooh, he's Gostaspare's age, right?
1: Yeah, he's around Spare. I think Spare might be a tad younger
0: than okay. OEL. So then you're but... looking at a, a at a, a player that I think Gostas bear and I think Ekman Larson are comparable. Their their games are very similar. They were in similar situations, and you know, I think Gosta Sparrow has been better than Ekman Larson, but Gosta Sparrow was also like their best defenseman in Arizona, next to Chickren, So, what do you expect? Yes. Um, so yeah, but I think um, Ekman Larson's a good target. But yeah, that's a big that's that's a good move for Vancouver that could benefit Carolina again. It's a move that happened outside of the organization that could affect the organization because I there's some defensemen available. Honestly, I if I'm to choose a defenseman I want Carolina to go after, I'll talk I'll surprise you when we get to it, but there is one that I want the Hurricanes to target and he is a free agent.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um also another bit of news too, Sam, and this is actually dealing with the Hurricanes. Pierre Lebrun, I think wrote about it and f- I think Frank Siravelli uh, he mentioned it as well. Uh, apparently, uh, brett the contract talks with Brett Pesci, Sam, are getting interesting. Uh, obviously, Waddell and everybody would, that are with Waddell want to reassign him. They do. I want him re-signed, to be honest. I do. But, um, apparently... And I think the first sign of this was Brett Pesci changing agents because he's probably like, oh, yeah, I I would love to get more money, which all of us would in this economy. And it seems like if they don't settle a contract extension with him this summer, he'll get traded.
0: So with Pesci, it sounded like they got off on a bad start for the contract negotiations. I don't remember if I heard that from Elliot Friedman. Or from Adam Gold, but it was from, Elliot Friedman. Elliot Friedman, um, that that went off on a sour start, and the thought process is, and I did hear this on with Adam Gold, Sarah Seif and Corey Love. Uh, they talked about <sighs> Pesci's not trending in the right direction for quality of play in the last, I would say, three years. Three years ago, I think he's here. Two years ago, I think he's here. And then here, you know, he's down again, right? So it's steps, right? He's stepping down, not up. But he's an old, not like old, old, but he's oldish, right?
1: Yeah, he's 29 years
0: old. So Same
1: age he, as Slavin.
0: If he, the difference between him and Slavin is Slavin hasn't regressed at all. Pesci is moving that direction. So it might be a durability issue. I think Caroline is going to price him at a certain dollar amount and at a certain term.
1: How much how much would you sign the guy?
0: How much does he make now? Uh four point eight
1: million something dollars, I believe. I can check real quick. I'd do a five by six and a half. I was thinking somewhere in the six million range. I would not do seven with Patrick. No. no. Oh.
0: Five by six, five by six and a half I think is reasonable. I think if he wants the sevens and eights, you're gonna have to be like, okay, peace out, dude. And move him. Because teams want Pesci for whatever reason. Brett Pesci is the guy. I think they feel like we're most willing to move on from. And if I'm honest with you, I don't even attempt. I take a run. I say five. I say okay. Here's five by six. And if he says no, I say all right. And then you move on. you move because, because you know because a lot of teams.
1: yeah he is and you know draylon trafield can play top four
0: minutes and then you just kind of fill two roles or even one if you believe max lejois is going to come on up you got another player in scott morrow he might make the team so you have some young defenseman who could come in and play in that six spot or that five spot, five six five slash six spot and then you just sign one defenseman right you have a lot of options. That's why, if you look at Carolina, and why teams are asking about our defensemen, is because we have a lot of them in the pipeline. You got more you got Lusseau, you've got um, Nikishin. You got a lot of players that are available, right? So you have next season, where I think you, I think Carolina is going to end up re-signing Brady Shea, and I would as well. um I think you're going to have Nikishin coming in the year Slavin's contract's up. and slavin I think, takes a home time discount. Still think he's probably going to be in the sevens, and I think he's earned the sevens. Uh, but he's probably his partner's going to be in three years. It's going to be Nakishin. Fortunately, it seems like it's going to time just right with Burns uh, probably contract ending and Nakishin coming in. So that's going to be a good um, good timing for the Hurricanes.
1: Yes, it definitely is. So yes, uh, let's go to our sponsor. Then when we come back, we'll finally get to our improvements of this team. Light the lamp during hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York call 877-8-HOPNY or text HOPNY. In Kansas call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort. 21 Plus, the most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific restrictions. Responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook. Draftkings. Com/hockey terms. All right. So how we're gonna do this, guys, is we're gonna be going through the UFA's and RFAs that this team has, and these are the essential duties that Hurricanes are gonna have to make a decision one way, one way or the other. Either resign them or not. We're gonna go through those, and. We might even go through maybe some prospects too, Sam. You never know, maybe Jamison Reese mm-hmm. comes up.
0: Jamison Reese about Valt- uh, was it Ponomerov. Vasily
1: Panamarev? Yeah, um, of- and and then we'll also talk about some other players, some other teams that the Hurricanes could get because we know they're gonna be active in the trade market. That's yeah, how they're going to in, improve.
0: Really, it's gonna start picking up in the next two weeks. Cause you got this week, and then the week after is the uh, draft, and then that weekend it's free agency, so it's pretty the, the market. It's gonna get heated quick. You're gonna have what it normally is you got June, July, very active, and then you get into August where there's really not a lot going on, and then September is training camp, and we're back at hockey again. Yes, so if you really want to think about it, it's not that far away from the start of the season, right? <laughs> so you got July 30, I know I'm just at it counting, you know, you got 30, 60. 90 I mean, you got less than a 115 days away from probably away from the start of the season, kind of right around there, so you know, not that far away. And this team's going to look different.
1: Yes, definitely. So, um I remember end of season, we started with the goalies. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with the forwards this time. <laughs> when it comes to going through the UFAs and RFAs, basically all the expiring contracts. So first Sam, and we're using cap friendly for this. I love cap friendly. I think they're amazing. Um, is yes, they pulled Urv. Well, and if you guys heard my end of season grades on him, I don't think they resign him.
0: Well, it sounds like that's the direction that's going in from all the insiders. So, uh, and there was news on him. Well, it sounds like he's going to go to Europe. Yeah, Uh, that's, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, not a problem there uh, whatever is better for the player right if he can do better in Europe go go to Europe man I mean do it I really like him as a person I like the guy I think he's one of the hardest working players that was on this team it, it just didn't click for him and sometimes you're just that snake bit and he might go to Europe I mean Yager did this right I mean he went to Europe came back Granted, dude's 50, and he's still playing hockey. Good for Yager, But, I mean, Puli Yarvi might go to Europe, find his game, and come back. That's very plausible. Dude's not old.
1: Yeah, but we've s- seen that not work out since Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, Remember that but instance. Kovalchuk
0: came back, and he wasn't horrendous. He was fine. He just wasn't the player he used to be. Yeah. But players can go to Europe, come back, and play again. They might find their game. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm not, like... I wouldn't be utterly shocked if Carolina re-signed him at, like, minimum. You know, like, a one by 750 you know, like, league minimum. To be like, we'll give you a shot, but, you know, let's see what happens kind of a thing. That that I could see happening. I, I don't see them giving him more than a million, but I, I feel like that probably doesn't happen. I think they probably let him go. I don't know what his qualifying offer is, but...
1: Yeah, I, I think they let him go too, Sam. And I will admit one thing with his performance he was trying i i really I do think he see, was trying where but... i did not
0: see effort from natchez i saw it here it's just i wish if i could take the effort from pull yarvi and put it in Natchez, i think it would have been a better situation yeah it's just, like just
1: it's, it's just natchez has a lot more sk- raw skill mm-hmm. than pull yarvi does I like skinner
0: scanner didn't have to try to be good he just naturally was but that's why rod didn't like him because there was no effort so yeah exactly but, yeah, RV. not going to be surprised one way or the other. Him coming back, him not coming back. But we'll see what happens there.
1: Yes. Uh, next player, Jesper Foss. Sam, I am the captain of Jesper Foss fan club. And I think they need to resign him because he was their leading goal scorer in the playoffs with six.
0: So, I've, I've heard some things about Foss. I, I see him coming back, but he has to want to be here to come back. So, if he, if he, it depends on what he's going to value, right? If he wants to value the next big contract, he will not be here because he could probably get a $4 million contract somewhere else based off his playoff performance this year. If he wants to win and be in this culture, which he has said he does, he loves it here. He probably comes back here between two and three. But if he wants the fours, yeah, that's what
1: I'm guessing too.
0: If he wants the fours and the fives, he's going to have to go out, and that's up to him. Depends so on what he's wanting to do is he wanting to set himself up for a nice paycheck or is he? I mean, not like he's not going to get paid in Carolina. It's just a matter of what he wants. You like him a lot. I think I can do without him. If it's a matter of paying him 4 million or paying someone else, 4 million, probably going to choose to pay somebody else 4 million. But again, I can take him or leave him. Not gonna be mad if we sign him. Not gonna be mad if he goes away. I know mean, you're going to be upset if he goes. Jesper Foss has never done anything for me personally. So I think he's one of the best defensive forwards. That we have. But you see, I feel like he can be replaced by McKenzie McEachron,
1: which is the next. I replaced, so. I disagree with that, but let's go to uh, McKenzie Mc- a uh, Very small sample size with him. Only <laughs> in, in the playoffs. So I, I don't know how the Hurricanes feel of resigning him.
0: So for me, it's one of those things where McKenzie McEachron is 29. I'm content with signing him to a three- or four-year deal. Mm-hmm. At, I mean low dollar amount, I feel like he's going to do the same thing that Foss would do. You can put him with Stahl. He yeah, has a little offense, a little grit. Stahl's a fourth liner. I mean, Foss is going to play on the fourth line next year. If he comes back, I feel like McEachran's going to do the same thing. So The max I could see with McEachran or McEachran? One to two million I think. i I say,
1: say two years for the term. And we didn't say anything about the term for per yes, Foss. I think that's going to be around like two or three.
0: Let's see here. He's 31 years old. Faust is 31, yeah. That's I'd say two true. or three. Uh, if, if I'm signing Faust to about three million, I think I could try. I, I think I'd stretch it to four. Really? I, I would just to lock him up because at that point you're committed to keeping him. But um, I like McEachren more than Faust. I would rather keep me If it's a choice between the two, I, more think than some, I think they're so I think they're similar. That's
1: very small sample size of McEachern. It you is. know what you're getting with Foss. He's very reliable defensively.
0: But I'm also looking at this from from a, from a mathematical sense as well. It's that from what I've seen from McEachern, I feel like I'm going to get the same thing for a little cheaper value. And Carolina, given where they are in the cap world, you, you're going to have to take some discount players along the way. So is, Maybe. McEachern, is McEachern your replacement for Foss? Again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's flipped. Right, you bring Foss, McEachran goes, McEachran stays, or Foss goes. Not going to be shocked. Not going to be shocked out of the way. Um, but the next person's coming back. Jordan Stahl. he's coming back.
1: He's yeah, Jordan Stahl, he is coming back. I would I'm, be I'm a little bit surprised though, Sam, that we haven't signed him
0: officially yet. So this is I, where I, I am a little bit. So I get nervous if he's not signed by draft day not nervous until then if we don't have a contract in place for jordan stall on draft day i think that's when i'm like so <laughs> something wrong yeah i know so c- could they move on from stall sure do i think it's likely no i think he's do do signed. i think
1: it's wise no either because i think stall is mm. one of your best face-off man yeah or and, face off men. and and
0: Rod's going to be pissed. I mean, you're going to piss off your head coach. It's just oh, that yeah. simple. Rod's, there is no one on this team Rod loves more than Jordan Stahl. It's that simple. I, I mean, again, this is conjecture. Stahl's going to get signed. I, I would be, It would be a shock for him to, to not be re-signed and to hit the market. Could another team do? Try and pilfer him away? Sure. What team is that going to be? It will be Seattle. Don't think that Ron Francis isn't going to take a run at him. Yeah, I sure could see that. I that. could,
1: I could definitely, definitely <laughs> see Ron Francis trying to go after Door Install Absolutely. if he hits the free agency market. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. But I'm kind of with you, Sam. I'm not nervous yet. Not until we haven't seen anything. Probably when it comes okay. to either draft day or free, free agency day and we don't sign him, I might be. Like, Ugh. But
0: yeah. We'll see. You yeah. might want to hit the market, but time think, time tells. With but to Stahl. be fair, nothing Stall said makes me think he wants to hit the open market. So I don't think he's even fielding. And stuff.
1: I think he's one of the few players that lives here mm-hmm. in the off season. So I, and Slavin I, for sure. Yeah, Slavin definitely does live here. But yeah, uh, that's our take of Jordan Stall. Um, I think if we do are sign him, probably one year. I,
0: either we're going to be doing a ben- we're going to either do one or three two. year deal. Or it's going to be every year. It's just one DLC one year. But I think two. To, I honestly think they sign him for two or three years this time, and then it's just one year increments for however long he wants to play. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but the next player is the most important player on this list. Oh my gosh! And that's we Paul en- Stastny. We
1: ended the last episode with Paul Stastny, and he's coming up again because you love the guy.
0: I love Paul Stastny, but I've been, a, I have been, and I've been very clear. I have been a fan of Paul Stastny for forever. Um, But does he come back? No, it's he he doesn't. I I think he retires in all honesty
1: is because of uh, his exit interview here.
0: Yeah, I think he retires. I think if he doesn't retire, I think it's 50 50 whether he comes back because he he fills that role that you need um, as a good option for you. Um, Offensive veteran player and you need some vets. So, yeah, I think Stasny could come back if he plays. But as of now, my my money is betting on a retirement. But if he wants to win a cup, I I mean, maybe probably Carolina. Yeah. Maybe Carolina. But remember, he took the discount to come here. So that says he wants to be here. Yeah. So if he chooses to play, it could be here that. And I think it's likely it's here. But again, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's looking to play in a big market. I think he's done that enough in his career, but I think he's ready to do. He's ready to win. And I think he likes playing for Rod. And he settled into his role very nicely here.
1: Yes, definitely. I completely agree. Um, I think Stasny, I think it's going to be one year from here on out. He's 37 yeah, years old. It's ones. Uh, probably one year, one million something if al- he's thinking along, along those lines. If he's lines.
0: thinking retirement, it's one year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and Derek on, I could... He's out.
0: Yeah. Stepan's out, that's it.
1: Yeah, I could see him being out too. Mainly, and see, I think it's funny you compare McKenzie McEachrin, uh to Jesper Foss. I see him more as kind of like filling Derek Stepon's role as being that depth forward.
0: That's possible too. Um, but I don't know. I think the most we do I think Stepon-
1: performance-wise, Foss is better than McEachern, which is why I think Derek Stepon and McEachrin, I mean... There could be some competition there on who to resign, because if you resign Derek Stepan, I don't see McCarran coming back. Mm-hmm. But if you do resign McCarran, I do think Derek Stepan's probably done. And in his exit interview, he, he, I mean, he realizes that he might not get another shot. At so this. Derek
0: Stepan, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina gives him a, a professional tryout.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: That I see is the most likely option for him. It's more of a, hey, we're not going to sign you, but we're going to give you a chance because you've filled your role so nicely for Carol and for us. So a PTO, I think, is possible for, for Um Another team might give him one, too, right? I mean, Stahl, hell. I mean, Stahl came back, played for the Panthers as a PTO, professional tryout, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, the, I, 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 I can on, see I a PTO. Really, don't think comes back to Carolina, but they might be. You know, they might do something as a, you know, thank you. Here's a professional tryout. We'd like to see you get some work.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, those are the forwards expiring this season for the Hurricanes.
0: Um. Uh, there's two more, but they're listed under the injured reserves tag. Oh, um, yeah, that's right.
1: Thank you for bringing that up. Sir.
0: Andre uh, Kasha will not be in the NHL next year. It's been widely reported he's going to Europe. So
1: Yeah, Kasha, he's not coming back. And then there's the big elephant with Max Pacioretty. Another big elephant like Jordan Stahl.
0: So Pacioretty's going to hit the market. It's that simple. But he's not going to be signed. Not on day one. Probably not on the first few days. Might even be the first month of free agency. I think Spacioretty doesn't get signed for a little while. Because right now, we don't know. But I think it's just as likely he signs with it, with us as he does with any other NHL team. If he can play. Because he's going to take a low number.
1: Yeah, possibly. He has to at this point. If yeah, he, yeah playing, he does.
0: He's going to have to take a lower number. So probably somewhere in the twos. Maybe threes max, so that's kind of where patches is going to be sitting. And do I do that if I'm Carolina at the end of free agency and I got that money? Sure, why not?
1: Yeah, definitely. And if he's hurt again, LTIR him, and mm-hmm. you have two or $3 million back. So, yeah. And just,
0: uh, I'm going to rattle off a few other forwards that are there. We're not going to go into a lot of them because they're not. They're they're not really the team and I, and I don't think it's worth talking about. Um, maybe two of maybe one of them is more maybe worth a conversation. Dominic Bach um, would be that player.
1: Well, you know, he's already on loan, so right. I don't I doubt he comes back.
0: Stelio Mateos, Jack Dungan, Ryan Dezingle. Ryan Dzingel, Malte Stromwell. Um, who knows with these guys. My guess is none of them come back, but you never know. But those are the guys that were like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and
1: those are more of the players that play with Chicago, um, even though the Hurricanes are probably going going to be trying to find a farm team. because I, I mean, the good thing is a lot of these prospects, Sam, are from Europe. Mm-hmm. so they could always try and go back to the European leagues, but I still don't think it's probably optimal. I think Carolina really wants to find a farm team to house these guys. Yeah,
0: I think that's possible. We'll have to wait and see, though. That's There's not been a lot of information on that. Yes. Um, so
1: now let's go to defense. There's not
0: a lot of them. The first uh, one.
1: Dylan Coughlin, I think he walks. Bye-bye.
0: No, I don't think you can do that, and here's why. You, you qualify him, and there's a very good reason why you qualify him. Max LeJois really? is a UFA. And I didn't realize that Lejois is a UFA. You 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 can't not do that and then be in a spot where you don't have someone there. So I I think you do LeJoie as like an as a as a um insurance I think you option.
1: Can, I think I think you can re sign
0: I do too, but I think uh, Coughlin's insurance. And he's young. I, I'm not a big fan of letting young defensemen go who have a heck of a shot like Coughlin so i'm inclined to qualify him um you and i might differ on
1: that but i mean i i could see hurricanes qualifying him as a way of just uh not giving up an asset and like yeah. the business terms type of thing well look at it this brand. way.
0: with coglin he's free he was a free player you didn't give lose anything for him exactly so if you qualify him you can always throw him in as a piece so Maybe, with but he me, doesn't
1: have a lot of value, anyways. So I view him as a player with a team hmm. to
0: go on a team to fill a roster spot on their power play. A team that's not good. He's a power play before. He's a power play player with a team like Arizona, with Philadelphia. He's that kind of player because Tony D'Angelo is probably not going to be in Philly next year. So I- I'm just saying, with Coglin, I think he's a player you could flip for another asset, maybe even draft picks.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: So, I view him in that regard. There's a reason Carolina asked for him. They wanted the player, so. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, again, I think you're right in that it could go that they choose not to qualify him, but I think he gets qualified. So, I think they try to do something with him. They might trade him. Might trade his rights away. I don't know, but my thought is to give him a qualifying offer. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sure it's not high.
1: Yeah, same here. Um, and then next is Dehan. He's younger um,
0: than me, so I mean, I mean he's 25. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, but yeah, uh, with Calvin DeHaan, I mean, he came on as a PTO player. He didn't play. Does a single he game in the come playoffs? back? No, probably not.
0: He didn't play a single game in the playoffs. He doesn't want to come back. He will not come back. It's just that simple. I, I think he goes somewhere else or he's done. But he will not play with the Hurricanes.
1: Yeah, anymore. I don't think he plays with the Hurricanes either. I mean, he was a good. I think. If you have Calvin DeHaan as your seventh defenseman, I think that's pretty good. But I agree with you. I think he probably if I'm choosing is a seventh
0: done. defenseman. I'm going to take Coghlan over DeHaan.
1: Uh, no, DeHaan's I take I take DeHaan.
0: DeHaan's too old. I'll take Coghlan just because he's younger and he's got a better shot. And DeHaan's thirty two DeHaan, years old. <laughs> I know Coghlan's twenty five. I would take the younger of the two. So I would take Coghlan. Um, and I think Coghlan's got a better shot and can skate a little faster than DeHaan. I think they're both slower but Coglin's got a better shot. He's going to provide something to the team where I don't know if DeHaan has any value anymore for this organization. Even like even then, like again, like, if you choose not even not even use Coglin, I view him as an asset to move for other assets. So right, you can use him as as to maybe get a dart, right, for the draft. So even if it's a 5th or 6th round pick, it's a fifth or six round pick you didn't have before and it was free. Right. So you got a free pick basically because yeah. DeHaan, again, Coughlin was free. So again, yeah, no Coglin does not come back. Neither does. I mean, DeHaan does not come back. Period. Yeah.
1: I do think it's more likely DeHaan leaves than LeJoy and Coglin. Mm-hmm. and obviously we'll get to him Cengossus, Bear. I think out of all these players I think we probably know for certain this player is going to hit free agency for certain
0: he's going to hit free agency I think Carolina makes a run at him
1: yeah they'll give him they'll give him an offer but an offer? it's not going to be out of the moon
0: so they might offer him something bigger if they move on from Pesci
1: yeah Before they could agency. yeah they they could
0: that I think is likely. If, if they trade Pesci next week and they bring in like a top six forward, they might be like, yo, we have money. <laughs> Here's a good contract for you. Here's like a two by six. Come on back.
1: Yes, but if we do trade Pesci, I mean, obviously you want to trade for someone who's really good right now. Oh, that person's going to have, have money, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Chatfield might move into that spot, though. So you've got that too. Then you just extend Chatfield
1: yeah possibly
0: and then Goss Despair comes in as your power play one of your power play QBs and you know but you'll have that money to give to Goss Despair
1: yeah that I could I could see Um, the signing of him is probably could be dependent on if we trade Pesci but that's only if we trade him before free agency
0: yes and again I don't know we don't know we'll see I think we'll have a pretty good idea what's going on with Pesci by free agency though but I think if if a move happens it might be at the draft that's one of the best times for it that's when they're all in the same room
1: They made... Hurricanes have made trades out of the draft before. Yeah, we wait up all night, then they
0: trade the first round pick, and then we got to go to bed, and they haven't even made a pick yet. You know how annoying that is? I hate it. I hate it. Uh, Oh, yeah. Either use the pick or trade it earlier in the day, and don't trade it for two second round picks.
1: Yeah, we already did that. You Uh, won't
0: move it for a player, then. How stupid are you?
1: Again, that's why I want to watch the drafts to see what happens. So... Yeah, so that's us covering the defenseman. Now let's get to... You're missing
0: a defenseman. You're missing the most important defenseman. Who? Jake
1: Gardner. Oh, yeah, Jake Gardner. He's leaving. Bye-bye. No, he is not my favorite player.
0: He's getting an eight-year, $10 million contract. No, he's not. And you're Uh going to pay
1: for it. No, I ain't paying a dime (laughs) for his contract. Uh, He's gone. Um, I think probably his career is done, too, in my opinion, with his injury history.
0: I don't know. We'll see. He was supposed to come back this year, so that's just a thing. So, I, I mean, pos- is his career likely done? Yeah. Could he go play somewhere? Sure. They might offer him an entry-level, you know, like a
1: – Maybe a PTO. Yeah. With Cardner, yeah. I could see something like that, and if I'm Carolina, I don't know if anybody signed some.
0: if I'm Carolina, I offer him the PTO. I think it's the least you can do for a player that's been as hurt, right? So, and again, it's just a PTO. There's no commitment there. He's like, here, play for you. here, play a preseason game. We already know. I mean, Carolina already knows what their roster is going to be like for the most part. They can afford to give a couple of players that, have again, like If you were going to do something like this for PTOs, DeHaan, Stepan, and Gardner, I think, are players that would be – it would be a good service to offer PTO for them.
1: Yes, possibly. Um, That's going to be interesting with Jake Gardner, but um, I think the most is probably going to be PTO. And for those who don't know what PTO is – that is tryout. a professional tryout. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our defenseman. Thank you for reminding me of Drake Gardner because, uh, to me, I, I, I still forgot he was on the team.
0: The benefit is that contract's off the books. so
1: Yeah, it is. I'm very happy that $4 million is off. Um, now let's get to the two goaltenders, Anderson and Ronta. We can talk about them probably together. There's no harm in that. Um,
0: I just I don't know.
1: That is such an enigma, is the ending? Because I don't know what they're going to do. So, from
0: what I've heard from Elliot Friedman... They're
1: in contract talks with both goalies.
0: With Anderson, sounds like it's more serious than Ronta, but I still think they both hit the market. I think it's more likely we trade for for a goalie. And I think Carolina's zeroed in on Hellebuck, it sounds like, but I don't Here's know. the
1: thing, though. Hellebuck... I, I think it was reported that Hellebuck wants around Vasilevsky type of money. I don't know. If and I don't know there. if I'd be willing. Well, so Hellebuck has one more year left at a very affordable contract, 6.6 something million dollars.
0: So, again, he's a player I think Carolina but... could bring in yeah. as the the guy to mentor Kuchetkov, Right. Yeah, I possibly. Think takes over. That's possible, but I think in my, if I'm Carolina, I don't trade for a goalie. I like Hellebuck, and it sounds like Carolina's kind of look taking a hard look at Hellebuck, which is understandable. You know, you have to uh, you have to do your due diligence. He's but the I goalie. think
1: I think they could probably. Well, I haven't I haven't really seen the free agency or oh, done the research. Uh,
0: free agency with goalies. I sign. I, I I take a hard run at Varlamov. That, that's my target if I'm Carolina. And if not, yeah, I think you got to bring back one of these two. But if it's not Varlamov, it should be Anderson or Ronto. Um, but you bring only one. Just one. Don't need two. Just one. Yeah. And Aiden Hill.
1: Yeah, maybe Aiden Hill. <laughs> He's a
0: free agent. If Vegas doesn't bring him back. Um, so there are some options for goaltending. Um, I think it's a decent it's, an, it's a decent average year for goalies. Um, quick. If you want a veteran goalie, quick it's fine. You know, he can play with Kachetkov. It's a good vet right there to play with him. Um, so you got Quick, you got Malamov, you got, I think, Hill's a UFA. Um, there are some options available for Carolina to grab a goalie. And Ranta and Anderson are UFAs, so it's not like there are no goalies available.
1: Yeah, true. Very, very true. And you true. just need one.
0: And you gotta decide: Do you want to sign a backup, and Kachetkov's you your guy, or do you want to sign a one A or one B kind of goalie, or do you? Want to I sign go, I go with
1: the, I go with the one A one B. Have two I goalies like fight it out.
0: Which is why I like Varlamov.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, in terms of the prospects that might be coming up, again, I don't see there being tons of prospects coming up because we're a win now team. But to to me, there are two players, Sam. There is um, Jameson Reese and Vasily Pondomarev. Maybe Ryan Suzuki, but I don't think Ryan Suzuki makes it.
0: Um, I, I see. The thing is, for me, I want to give him a shot. Probably more than most people do, but I want to give him a shot.
1: Yes, but Jameson Reese, apparently he plays like a Brock McGinn type of player. He has a lot of grit mm-hmm. to his game, and that could help us out. And that's, to me, the player that I think will most likely um, enter in to this team and could make them a little man. bit tougher. Because sure. yeah, this team needs to get tougher.
0: Yeah, and Carolina's got some options there. But, I mean, if you want to look at just in general what the Hurricanes have going into the draft, they have their first, their second, they have Philadelphia's third, <laughs> They have their fourth, they have their fifth, Vancouver's fifth, their sixth, Chicago's sixth, and a seven. So Carolina is one, two, three, four, six, eight, nine draft picks. I don't want to make all nine. I want to move. I want to move at least two to three of those picks for a player, because you're right. There, there's clearly, and we can use this to kind of segue into the next part. There's piece. This team has holes, un- undeniable holes.
1: I think I think a second line center is a hole.
0: I do too. Look, but apparently
1: people, that's being debated. Obviously, say some
0: people think Code Kanyemi can do it. And was he better that second half? Oh, here? he was. Absolutely. He was great. And if we get that Code Kanyemi next year for a full season, can he play second line center? Sure. And if he keeps moving in that direction, will he eventually be your a, your regular second line center? I think it's possible unless Carolina makes a move for Elias Lindholm. Then he will be your second-line center going forward. Yes. And Kotkaniemi is your replacement for Stahl. You know, you can't really replace Stahl, but he is your third-line center replacement. Yes, and, he, and you know what's funny?
1: If we trade Pashy, just think of both Lindholm and Hannafin coming back.
0: I don't think Hannafin comes back
1: in a trade.
0: I don't think Hannafin comes back. You don't back. think Han-
1: Hannafin comes back?
0: I don't know why you bring Hannafin back.
1: Well, you, you're losing a defenseman
0: in I still don't know why you choose Hannafin as the release Okay. Alright. <laughs> I think he's been okay but I don't know if you bring him back. So Noah Hannafin has one more year left. So he's not up at 4.95. It's, it's team friendly. It's not a bad deal. Uh, Elias Lindholm... Has also one year left at 4.85. So these are two players that I could see coming back for yeah, sure. And,
1: and you know what? Hannafin, Hannafin I mean, this. Really th- Hannafin, but... Hannafin this year, um, seven goals, 31 assists, 38 points, a plus two. Promising stats there.
0: Yeah, Maybe. I mean, is it possible? Sure. I mean, he's 26. Um. I think it's more likely you go for Lindholm.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think Lindholm fits the and bill. And it sounds
0: like Carolina made a pretty big run at at the deadline.
1: Yes. Um, and I think the mentality for this game team, in order to get better, is probably they're going to trade for a forward mm-hmm. to help them. I think the most two, um, two top six forwards, um, they are going to get at least one, I believe. And then I think in free agency, I think what they'll probably do is probably maybe shore up the defense and sign a goalie. And sign a goalie. I think that's going to be the strategy for the Hurricanes team of getting better.
0: Oh, yeah, as do I, for sure. Um, I, I believe that Carolina is in a position to do that. They have $24.1 million in cap. They got the money to do what they got to do now, Grant, but they're probably in... going to be
1: doing one-year deals because they know the year after that's so that's when all the players are due. And for the love of God, I like to see at least a few of those players signed before the season starts. Yeah. Don't let all of that stuff. No.
0: So well, I mean, to be honest, does Natchez play here next year? I think that's a legitimate question.
1: I think that I think there, it's more like
0: the Natchez plays here instead of Vine I think that's fair. I think if you are trying to go get a player like Lindholm, Natchez or Teravainen are probably in that deal. If you are looking to go get a player and you are decided, if you have decided that KK is your second line center, that means you don't have to worry about it. So you are going to go get a winger. So at that point, you probably your shift focuses to Toronto, whose big ask was is Pesci. That's where it starts with Brett Pesci, and I think you can start to have those conversations, right? It's Martyr and Nylander are going be Carolina's target in Toronto.
1: Which is why I could really see one of those core players coming to us if we're going to be trading Pesci because that
0: just seems like a player Toronto really wants. And they've they've taken a run at Pesci before. So this isn't new. Player, teams have taken runs at, for Brett Pesci in the past, and Carolina's been like, nope, nope, nope. But now they're like, what do you want? Like, you know, like what, 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 what are you offering us for this player? So I think it's, po- I think Brad tree living's been very clear. This organization is no longer about the core for it is about the Toronto Maple Leafs as a whole, which is a good message. And I agree. Yeah. And you can't. And in my full honest opinion, just with how much they're paying Marner's 10 plus, I think um, Matthews is going to be more than what he's making now, and he's already ten plus, so that's twenty million in cap and two players. And then Tavares, what's he like nine or ten too? So that's. 30. I think
1: that was their mistake with signing Tavares because I didn't think they need to sign Tavares.
0: I think it makes sense for them to move Marner, in that it gives them because if you Maybe. move Marner, you can replace him with Brett Pesci for a year. On a really nice contract at around four or five, I think is where Pesci's at now. Um, I have it up, so let me take a look. So Brett Pesci
1: currently makes. So Pesci actually makes like a little over four million. So
0: basically four million. So they just lost six million in cap. Carolina gained six million in cap. So in that move right there, assuming nothing else moves and we move like picks and prospects with Pesci to get Marner. Carolina then has about eighteen million in cap space left. Still a lot of space yes. to, to do which what you gotta do. And Carolina's in a spot where if they bring in Marner, he's your most expensive team player, but he's your best player. So he's oh, then yes. better than Aho. Granted, I would land Aho Marner. Whew.
1: Oh, I know. Trust <laughs> me, I know.
0: Aho Marner, man, that would be a heck of a team. So then you've got that, right? They're comprised eighteen million, your two best players. Then you can add in Svech and those other guys. And Carolina's in their cap space is structured better than Toronto. Even if you just have Marner for a year and you win a cup, it's worth it. Yes, exactly. Assuming then, right? Pesci's off. So Toronto, this is just talking. I know this is a Hurricanes podcast, but just the logic behind it for Toronto. They get a defenseman, which they've desperately needed, a shutdown guy who's going to play top four minutes. They've needed that for years. So they get that plus some prospects because their prospect pool is probably not so good right now. Um, other than their Matthew and other than Nyes, yeah. that's about it. But they get a they get a really good defenseman. Yeah. Well, Plus we'll see. Cap space. Yeah,
1: we'll see what happens, Sam. It's going to be very interesting as we approach free agency and trade deadline. Is there a player
0: you want if you were to pick one? Is there one that you really want Carolina to target more than others?
1: Um, to me a pl- mine's smarter. Mine is Lindholm. I just think Lindholm fits the bill. And he's but, played here. He knows Yeah, Rod. he has. And, and he football. wanted to play here under Rod. As we found that out from Adam Gold.
0: So, is there? I think you're right. It is most likely Lindholm is the player that Carolina makes a move for because it fits the pieces, right? So, he, he's a guy who can score. He adds offense. And
1: he's a center, he which is. I think they need a center more than a winger. And, so you fi- me. and you
0: fix the top six, and I think it's possible to get Lindholm without giving up like a natus or a Exactly or a, or a Pesci. Or a Pesci possibly. I think at that point you're moving like a Taravinen. first round pick. And maybe Terravina. I'd trade a first round pick. I would too. I'd trade two.
1: Cause that I wouldn't was, trade two, maybe I trade maybe a first and a second. I think that's but. fair
0: too. And you add Vinan in there, and you extend Lindholm at like a five or or even then eight. I would give him eight years. Give Lindholm an eight by seven. I think that's yeah. perfect for a number two center who's going to be your number two center. And then you got KK locked up. So it's one. So your number two center because George Stall was supposed to be your number two. He never quite made that kind of uh, thing at six. So if you're paying one million more for a true number two. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, I am too. So we talked about a lot of improvements, but we'll see what's going to happen. Carolina is going to be making trades.
0: Yeah. And I can't
1: see them being inactive.
0: I'm going to call it. Jordan Stahl signed day before the draft.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. So we will see you guys uh, for the next episode. See See ya. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniak Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniak Report. We'll see you next time.